Today on Locked On Dolphins, a few tips and tricks for those of you who are considering going to Miami Gardens for your first Dolphins home game in 2023. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Network. Today is Monday, July 17th, 2023. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Shout out to our everydayers who do keep it locked in with us. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked on Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino, and wanted to give some insight to those of you who are asking, because I see a lot of Dolphins fans on social media right now kind of talking through, hey, I'm thinking about coming down for my first game. What's the parking situation like? What are some good places to stay? What are logistics like on game day? And I have a pretty unique uh, ability to provide insight here because I don't live anywhere near the Dolphins stadium. And yet I am able to cover this team and I'm thankful for the opportunity to do so and uh, share the love that I have with this team, with all of you. And I've been going down to Miami gardens since the COVID season in 2020. Uh, my first Dolphins home game was to his first start against the Rams. Uh, nice game to go to weird game from a Dolphins offensive perspective, but they won nonetheless. And Brian Flores punked Sean McVay. So that was fun. Um, but that is what we're going to talk about here today on the show. Today's episode is brought to you by uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So the first thing that you as an out-of-towner, I, I have had the opportunity to go and stay with locals and season ticket holders and go and do the season ticket holder uh, game day experience with the tailgates and the parking lots and all that stuff. But I have also gone to a bunch of games. Uh, 2020 was the, let me make sure I get this right now, Dolphins 2020. I went to the Rams game uh, against the, or with the Dolphins against the Rams at home. The following season in 2021, I did the Colts game, uh, which they lost. And then I came down and did the Texans and the Ravens in a five-day stretch. Uh, I did the Patriots that season in January. And then last season in 2022, I came down and did the... Uh, Texans game again. I did the Steelers game on Sunday night football. And then I did a bunch of road games. Otherwise. So I've been down here a few times, right? And I've done this a few different ways. And, and uh, I think the first thing that you have to decide if you're flying in from out of town is do you want to stay by the airport or do you want to stay by the stadium? I think it's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, personally. If, you, if you're going to the game by yourself or if you're going to the game as an out-of-towner, um, I'm not sure that you really have a lot of intrinsic value to, to being there 
as close to the stadium as you possibly can, unless you're able-bodied and want to walk. And if you do, then the stadium hotel, which is right off uh, 817, it's about a mile, mile and a half north of the stadium. A stadium hotel would be the place to stay. Um, and you just walk straight down the highway uh, and you run into Hard Rock Stadium on your left-hand side after about a mile, mile and a half. Uh, if you are looking to stay reasonably close, I would recommend either uh, Miramar or Miami Lakes as the places to stay. I have stayed at the Spring Hill Suites uh, by Marriott and Miramar. Uh, and then I have also stayed in Miami Lakes at the Miami Lakes Hotel. And I have stayed at the Sonesta Select Miami Lakes uh, as two places that I have stayed that are, it's about five miles, five, six miles a piece. Um, you obviously get a lot more selection if you choose to stay up by the airport. And then it's just a matter of you got to get your day in gear pretty quickly uh, on Sunday uh, in time for the game. I am one of those people who likes to get to the stadium early, though, for sure. Um, as far as options near the uh the airport, the nice thing about it is you can either choose to stay and fly into Fort Lauderdale or you can choose to fly into Miami. From a traffic perspective, I would say pretty consistently flying into Fort Lauderdale is uh, a little bit more friendly for transportation purposes than flying into Miami International and trying to come up towards the stadium. So that's just my my personal experience with coming in from out of town, it's been three, four, this is my fourth season of coming down consistently for games uh, at Hard Rock Stadium. And that would be kind of my two cents. I would stay close to the airport at this point. With my, my personal experience is unless I'm going to have an extended stay, uh, if I'm going to try to do like two games in succession and they obviously don't have that Thursday night home game this year that would set you up for that to have kind of a boom, boom, back to back in five days, play two home games like they did in 2021 with the Texans and the Ravens. Um, if it was an extended stay, I would go to either Miramar or Miami lakes. And if I'm flying in, I would fly into Fort Lauderdale if it's possible. And if it, if that's you know, not egregiously more expensive than flying into Miami international and I would set myself up there. And then just know, okay, you know, on game day, we got to be up and early and get out in front of the traffic. And look, you're going to want to get to the stadium anyway. Now, I know one of the biggest questions that I have seen from Dolphins fans is what is the tailgate situation like? How does that work? I'm glad you asked because that's what we're going to touch on next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Before we go any further on the show, Want to make sure that we tell everybody about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for you and your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add the purple hashtag hiring frame and your job listing to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills that an experience that you want to prioritize when you are in the hiring process. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. 
So as far as the pregame, um, if you're going with a group of people, like you and a collective group, I would recommend definitely trying to get a parking pass. Now, I have the Dolphins 2023 parking map up. And what I would tell you is this. If your parking pass does not say West 21, East 19, or is it East 19? East 10, East 11, or East 12, uh, which are all orange parking passes. They are the, the lots closest to the stadium. You're going to want to try to find one that does. <laughs> um, in my experience, the West... West 21 and East 10, 11, 12 are the best places for active tailgating. It's where all of the Dolphins fans that you familiarize yourself with on social media are congregating. Um, I know Ian Berger is on the, the east side. I'm typically in West 21 uh, over on the northwest corner of the stadium. Uh, shout out Chef Greg, Andy, Susan, the whole group that I usually go down with. Uh, but that's usually the side that I end up on. Uh, yellow is pretty close. And other than orange and yellow passes, uh, you're pretty select with um, tailgating. You have to be in that area of the stadium. Uh, there's a lot of other lots, 32, 31, 30, 33, which are on the north side of the stadium. And then 40, 42, 44, those are um, on the south side of the stadium. You can't tailgate there. So if you're a big tailgater, if you're going with a big group, I would prioritize orange passes that either say West 21, East 10, 11, 12. Uh, if you don't have that, then you're probably going to be better off. If, if you're a small group, if you're an individual, which is usually how I go, I like to go and, and try to meet up with as many groups as possible and I'll make the rounds when I'm at the stadium. But uh, the, the tailgate scene is is good at Hard Rock Stadium. I don't care what the fan polls say. I don't care what uh, the NFL rankings for fan bases say uh, with a bunch of arbitrary you know, information or, or polling or, or whatever. There, there is a lot of activity, and with the team being expected to be good, I would expect this is going to be the best tailgate scene that the Dolphins have had in quite some time. Um, so with that in mind, uh, if you are going as a small group or as an individual, you can ride share. Uh, there is an Uber drop-off lot uh, and an Uber pickup lot, and we'll get into post-game in a minute. But what I would say is this. Uh, there's no reason for you to show, to travel with anything as a small group. If you're a big tailgate and you got, you got to have a grill and you got to have food and all that stuff prepped ahead of time, yeah, you're going to want to make sure that you have your stuff locked and loaded. But if you are, in my opinion, a small group or you don't have a formal tailgate set up, you kind of want to get to the stadium and kind of go with the flow. You can ride share. And there is a Walmart super center on the South side of Northwest 119 or 199th street. And it is right across the street from the stadium. You can go in there and get anything that you, that you could possibly want and need for a few hours to consume don't purchase more than what possibly, of course. Um, but if you make your way 
to the stadium, I like to get dropped off personally on the south side, and I will walk up 27th Street or 27th Ave, excuse me, University Drive. So, again, if you're somebody who is able to, to walk distances and deal with some of the humidity early in the morning, I'll get dropped off somewhere on the south side that is probably – there's like a mobile gas station down there. There's like the Miami Gardens uh, police uh, headquarters that are down there. It's, a, it's just a building right off 27th, and I'll walk up from there. And you pass like there's like an Aldi down there. As if if the Walmart's not your speed, you can go into an Aldi. There's some fast food joints that you could stop and get some food if you want to. And there's pretty pretty consistent foot traffic that that leads up towards the stadium um, that I would recommend personally before the game. And if you do not have uh, somewhere to go for a tailgate, my consistent experience and maybe this is just because i have a podcast on the dolphins i don't know uh i can definitely say on the east side east 10 11 12 that group um is a hub because of there's a lot of dolphins personalities that are over on that side of things that uh, are are very eager to welcome anybody and and talk about dolphins football so kind of push yourself that way or if I'm down at the game, come find me in in West 21 is usually where I end up staking up on the northwest corner of the stadium. Uh, you will not have a hard time finding Dolphins fans to rub elbows with and chat about the game. So if you are small group out of town, I would at this stage, unless you're staying for an extended period of time, stay near the airport, leave early, uh, lots open 9, 930. Well, that's kind of the ballpark of time that I would be aiming to get to the stadium. Bring sunscreen or buy sunscreen. Um, But I would get there early, relatively early, and I would either make my way to the northwest corner of the stadium or shoot for the middle of East East 11. And you can stop and get, get something picked up. And if you're able to walk, get Ubered. You know, you could probably Uber to the actual Walmart Supercenter. I stay a little further south than that, but... Uh, there's a lot of drop-off places that are or businesses, especially if you're early in the day before all the traffic starts getting backed up, uh, that you can get dropped off to and then just walk across uh, 199th and head up to the stadium that way would be my suggestion for anybody who's trying to get up to the stadium uh, as an out-of-towner coming for a day trip with a small group. You're a big group, load up ahead of time, get an orange pass, and go tailgate and set your own spot up. And let me know. I'll swing by, swing through. Uh, We are going to talk about the post-game experience next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So the post-game experience at Hard Rock, they do have the Uber lots. My suggestion for anybody who's going to a Dolphins game for the first time, and if you are a consistent Dolphins season ticket holder, if you're a local and you have other insight, I would love for you to either tweet at me at grinding the tape for anybody who this podcast might be compelling for, uh, or comment on the YouTube channel and and let me know what else I missed. Uh, but don't be in a rush to go anywhere after the game. <laughs> if you are in a rush to go anywhere after the game, and I have been, um, I have done it. I have done days where I have flown into Fort Lauderdale, Ubered directly to my drop-off at that mobile gas station on the south side of the stadium and walk straight up. 
gone to the game and then had a like 8 p.m. flight out of Fort Lauderdale to go home after the game in the same day. I've done the gauntlet where you fly to and from in the same day. If you're in a rush, start south and keep walking. <laughs> Would be my suggestion as far as um, what it looks like. If you go to the Uber pickup, it's the Uber pickup lot is just becomes this very chaotic, congested, or at least it has been in years past. Maybe they've made changes for this year, but I cannot recommend enough trying to circumvent the Uber pickup lot just because of how crowded and chaotic it gets where there's an end mass of people and the cars are pulling in and they got to be able to turn around and get back out, but it's a really tight space. So they do have a formal Uber and a, a, I hope they've made some changes to it. Um, but if you're in a hurry to get out, keep walking south past the Uber. You can get down to, uh, it, there's a Planet Fitness a little further south between 175th and Palmetto Expressway. You get down that far, there's like a raceway. You get to that kind of section, Church's Chicken. I've got picked up off that Church's Chicken uh, where you just walk straight down 27th and, and keep walking. Um, you get that far down, you can be picked up at a business establishment right there on the main road um, that you just got to be able to walk. If, if you don't have it in you to walk long distances, I would recommend not being in a hurry to go anywhere and just kind of enjoy your time heading out of the stadium. Uh, they do obviously have the pro shop there. Um, if you're set up in the lots, you can hang out. Uh, they, you do have the Walmart super center and there's a Starbucks. You could go in and get a cold drink. Uh, you could go to Walmart, pick yourself up some more fan gear, whatever else, and just kind of take your time. It, it takes about 90 minutes after the game to cool off in the immediate area around the, the stadium. Uh, from my experiences, now I have done this where I've gone in with season ticket holders with parking passes that are in the third row from, from the stadium. And you can get out well, probably 20 minutes after you get to your car. Um, but for those out-of-towners, if you can't secure one of those parking passes... Uh, take advantage of the businesses around the stadium and let it cool down a little bit because the initial surge, uh, they're funneling a lot of people, in my experience, into one congregated rideshare pickup that if you don't have a car and you're not parked in one of the other lots, and maybe tailgating is not important to you and you can pick up one of those yellow tickets or, or uh, yellow tags or uh, one of the north side of the stadium ones at uh, 30, 31, 32, 33, which are all about three quarters of a mile to a mile north of the stadium. Uh, and, and it's less important for you. You just walk your car and you can hang out your car and go. But that's my two cents on the game day experience as a whole. If you have not come down to Miami gardens for a game, the stadium's awesome. The facilities that they have really upgraded, they've put a lot into, obviously they've built up with the F1 race. That's around. Um, there's a lot of newness to the, landscape uh the renovations to the stadium with the canopy are great just don't sit on the away team side and if you're thinking of coming to miami gardens to watch as an away team fan don't stay home we don't want you <laughs> and if you do you will sit in the sun 
and I've sat a little bit of here, there, everywhere as well. And uh, the, the canopy really helps. You stay up a little higher, you'll get a little bit more wind with the canopy. You actually do get some some wind that comes through up top as compared to if you're down in the lower bowl. But it's all personal preference for you and where you want to sit. For me, there's nothing that beats looking right down the center of the field from one of the end zone views. That, for me, is the best viewing experience because you could see so much of the game develop. But that's just kind of my two cents. So I understand today's show is not necessarily for everyone. Uh, but I have seen enough Dolphins fans asking, hey, I'm thinking of coming down for a game. I'm not really sure where to go. Those are some of my experiences. I would love for those of you who are local, as I said, uh, or those of you who are regular season ticket holders or tenured season ticket holders or also savvy out-of-towners like myself uh, to kind of chime in on your own experiences as well. So this can kind of be a resource for those Dolphins fans who might be looking forward to, but a little apprehensive because of the unknown. I know there's always anxiety with travel and that kind of stuff. Uh, hope this can be something that helps set you guys up for success and get down for Hard Rock Stadium and see your Dolphins play this year would be my hope. But that is going to do it for us on this episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Make it a great one. We will be back again tomorrow talking about the Dolphins Stadium in comparison to some of the other places. If you're thinking about traveling for games to give you guys some, some insight as far as what that could be like and, and how Hard Rock Stadium stacks up from my experience as somebody who uh, throughout the course of my years of, of football coverage, I've had a chance to, to be at a majority of the, team, the stadiums that the Dolphins are scheduled to play out this year. Not Frank for Germany, but... Uh, the ones on the state side, I've got pretty good perspective on it. I'll be sharing that tomorrow on the show. So hit subscribe. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. I'll be back in tomorrow. Fins up.